Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn on your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Do we want to get right? Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Rock Out Loud. This is the Rockinest podcast in the Goliverse, and uh, I'm going to say it's one of the Rockinest podcasts around. Why? Well, because you got me, who's about as straight laced as they come. I'm Steve Glosson. Glad to be along with you. And then you've got the heart and soul of Rock Out Loud, uh, who will surprise you every now and again and, and decide to do a Christmas episode. And uh, so we're bringing her in, ladies and gentlemen. She's the rockinest chick in all the land from up on the Jersey Shore, Kristen from Jersey. Hi, everybody. I mean, it's my second year out of retail hell. <laughs> I, I'm sorry if anyone is working retail, but I mean, it really does, you know, put a put a little kibosh on your Christmas mood. So yeah, yeah. I figured the time is right. right. Seven years after we start our podcast. There you go. Well, look, here's the thing. You you make a great point. When when you're in retail, it's like the holiday season, not quite as holiday as you'd like it to be necessarily. No, not there, at all. There there's some people, you know, who weather it well and, and that sort of thing, but those are people who who only work it seasonally anyway. Yeah. You know? And there's a lot of people like that. I mean, we had people that came back, you know, like six years in a row that you, you could just rely on them. You knew they were gonna come back at holiday time. It takes a special person. It really does. And honestly, like, it's uh, here's my PSA. Here's my soapbox. Like, it's December 15th, everybody. If you go out and you shop, please be nice to the people. Of course. Register. Yes. Don't yell at them. Yeah. I went to a store the other day, and this poor girl, I literally just, like, declined. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, you're approved for the credit card. Do you want it? And I was like, oh, no, thank you. And she literally sighed and went, that was the nicest no thank you I've gotten all day. <laughs> and, like, looked like she was about to cry. I'm like, oh, my God. Protect that's terrible. Her. Yeah, that's terrible. I, well, this is the thing. I, You know, my, my wife, um, she can't believe it because we'll go – well, like we have started doing, we started before COVID because it's so much more convenient doing like the click list thing at Kroger, at Kroger, where you can just put them all in your cart, virtually pay for it, and then park at a parking spot, call them, and they'll bring it out to your cart at an appointed time. Mm-hmm. And um, learn to love that. Before COVID ever was a thing, we were doing that. And I would go, and, and there's some days where you have to wait longer than others, and I understand that, and I don't have a problem with that, you know? And I'll sit there, and then the person will come out to my car, and inevitably, whoever it is, I will, hey, how you doing today? Kind of a warm day to have to be doing this. Kind of a cold day to have to, you know, whatever it may be. Kind yeah. of a rainy day to have to be doing this, you know. And I'll just strike up a conversation with them and just have the just the, the greatest little time. And my wife would be like, so I had to get, when she has to pick up the groceries sometimes, she'll be like, I tried to say nice things to them, but they just looked at me like I was weird. Aww. And I'm like, well, what did you try to do? She's like, well, I'm like, hey, how are you? What's your name? I'm like, don't ask them their name. It's got a name. They've got a name tag. <laughs> don't creep them out. 
It's the thought that counts, though. I mean... Right, right. So, gosh. But, like, when we go grocery shopping, when we go shopping together, like, I make it a point to just try to be silly with the cashier or whoever, you know. And um, sometimes I get, like, a... And it's a, you know, sometimes you get a, a look like, come on, man, I, I don't want this today. Yeah. <laughs> and then other times you get uh, you get the kind of the, they play along with you and have a good time. And if you get the, I don't want this today, then what you do is, is you just say, man, I hope you have a great day. And you just exactly. go on about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you never know what people are like dealing with, but you know, if you could just be kind, like that's all you could do. And if they don't reciprocate it, it's like, all right, hey, well, you know what? I just, I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> right. Right. So, well, we're talking Christmas music this go around. Whee! And, um, and we are going to, we're going to get into some of our favorite, I'm going to put favorite in quotation marks because I genuinely cannot, I have a hard time paring down the Christmas music that I like the most. And people who listen to the Big Honkin' Show on a regular basis We'll know some of my go tos and everything, but um, but it was for, hard. Yeah, for this it show, was, for this I mean, show, I had a hard cuts. time. You even put some honorable mentions in your email to me. I mean, there were just songs that I'm like, I can't believe I'm like, you know, not putting this. I mean, there's even more than that. But right. Oh, well, it's like hard. I thought I hated Christmas music. I guess I don't. Well, here, Chris, here, are Kristen's honorable mentions. Uh, Christmas is a time to say I love you by Billy Squire. I love that song. My dad was making fun of me when I told him that I had to cut that. He I don't think like, I know it. You don't, Oh, Steve, I'm sure you would if you heard it. Well, it's let's like listen. It's like a staple. It's a staple on Christmas radio. Christmas is a time to say I love you. Okay, I recognize it. Sure do. Yep. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. <laughs> it's a I'm with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Christmas in L.A. by The Killers. Yeah, specifically the live version. It's a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, beautiful song. I don't know that I know... I don't know that I know that one. You probably don't. It Like, they released... Like, uh, we were talking a little bit before. Like, they released a Christmas album or a Christmas song every year. And this one had Owen Wilson in the video. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Yeah. That's wild. My phone rang. I'm sorry. I didn't turn my ringer off. And it was, <sighs> and it's potential spam. Put 50 cents in the, in the oopsie jar. That's right. <laughs> the oopsie jar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's like a live version of that song mm-hmm. and they're just like sitting around with an acoustic guitar mm-hmm. and it's so much better than the recorded version. <laughs> so every Christmas morning I put it on like my YouTube playlist and I just play it on the smart TV. And then there's I Wish Every Day Could Be Like Christmas by Bon Jovi. Of course. And then you've got I Am Santa by The Darkness. Yes. Which, that's the one we talked in depth about. I mean, they have, like, you know, they mentioned Ferrero Rocher. The chorus is I Am Santa, the bringer of joy in that Justin Hawkins falsetto. You know, and like a, a Santa voice in there. I mean, you just, what is there not to love? Right, right. And then finally, Little Drummer. This is the one that I, I'm kind of, I don't. Are you shocked? I was shocked. Not one. I, when I saw it on the honorable mentions, I was shocked that it wasn't in your picks. If you were actually going to have it in the honorable mentions because of it yeah. being Bowie. But it's Little Drummer Boy with Bowie and David Crosby. Uh, wait, yeah. David Bowie and Bing Crosby. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> That'd be an interesting mix. Bowie and David Crosby. Who is David uh, from Crosby, Stills and Nash? Um, so is that is he David Crosby? Is that right? That is David Crosby. Yeah, the okay. one the one that said Eddie Van Halen was meh after he died. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was a big thing. He people were asking like what he thought about him, if he had any comments, and he was like meh. <gasps> and I was like, who the hell are you? Like, what have you done other than, I mean, I can't even say it. <laughs> Be the father of Melissa Etheridge's kid. Like, that's what you've done. I can't believe, like, if nothing and then else. he claimed, he claimed he didn't know Eddie Van Halen died. And everybody was like, were you living under a rock? How do you not know that? Wow. And it's like, so, oh, you're saying that you would have lied. You would have been like, oh, he's a talent. He's an incredible musician. Da, right, da, da, da. right. But because he died, you're like, oh, like you didn't know he died. So you're just like, meh. Wow, that blows my mind. I, I mean, even even were, had he not died, can you not say he's a super talented guitarist, if nothing else? Yeah, that like revolutionized guitar. Like I mean, whether you like it or not, yeah, he did. He, he may be a pain in the butt to work with. I don't know, but good night. Um, so anyhow, yeah, sorry, back to Little Drummer Boy by Bowie and Crosby. Uh, David Bowie and Bing Crosby. What a what a neat pairing and what a, like, it's almost a staple song these days. Um, it is. Because of, because of those two. And, you know, the peace on earth, can it be? <laughs> it's like so weird. It, it so The first time I heard it, I remember thinking, wow, this is so weird. That this is actually happening, you know that these that these two are together on a on a song, I, you know, and and I mean, yeah, it's it, definitely it, an odd couple. Once you get used to it, though, it really works. Yeah, I mean, really, the only reason why it didn't make my list is just because, like, I I was kind of saying to you before we started recording, like, you know, I'm just I'm gonna be the Steve of the show tonight. Like, it just jams. I mean, it's Christmas music. There's right. not a ton of like, and yeah. this happened behind right. the scenes. Oh right. my god! And <laughs> right. like that song. I mean, it's just not so much on on the jammy side yeah. where my, my other songs are. By the way, Daniel and Indy in the chat now. It it really is an old school night. <laughs> and so and so, I want to say I want to say to others who are listening live right now. People like Chip Orlikowski and uh, John Phillips One and Cliff Barnes. Uh, you guys, I don't know if you guys were around in the old, old days. By old, old days, I mean like, you know, five, six years ago um, when we were rocking the Goloverse late night all the time. This is, I welcome everyone. Welcome everyone in. This is what Christmas does. It brings us all together. It brings yeah. It brings family back around, and here we are all together now doing this thing so let's get into this thing Kristen. uh the pro the list proper okay. um i'm going to start with mine okay. and that way we'll end with yours so if we go back and forth so so we'll end on your number five pick sounds um, good yeah which i think works great last time we were together we talked about rock sugars coming out with a new album Rock Sugar yes. is a mashup band, and uh, hopefully for New Year's, it, it doesn't look like the new album's going to be out until New Year's Day, and so I'm hoping that maybe between Christmas and New Year's, maybe we can just do a listen through of their original album, Reimaginator, yes. and, um, and kind of do our New Year's party that way, but they did do a song on their first album called Don't 
uh, Don't Stop the Sandman, which was a mashup of um, Don't Stop Believing and Inner Sandman. Mm-hmm. And they actually did a parody of said song uh, where they made it a Christmas song. They did this a couple of years ago, and it's called Don't Stop the Santa Man. And it's just in here because it's just silly. Yeah. And uh, and you get the you get the vocals of Jess Harnell kind of focused in on, and um, and it's just silly. So here we go. I just love the ho, ho, ho. That was so I'm like, oh, there's the James Hetfield. <laughs> well, what's great is on the on the uh, Don't Stop the Sandman version where it's the mashup of Sandman and, and Don't Stop Believing when they go, he's like, yeah, like he's intentionally doing like a, <laughs> he's basically parodying a yeah from like the 90s, you know, like we do. And, uh, it's, yeah, I, he is, it, I, it's just a fun little song. Like I say, it's a fun little ditty. It's one of those, it's like, it's not the best parody song in the world, but I do, I dig what they do with their guitar work and their vocal and his vocals and everything. Um, yeah, you don't really hear good. that. There was like a point I feel where like a lot of people were doing mashups, mm-hmm. but it wasn't necessarily like a band that was doing the mashup. It was kind of like, you know, they were in, you know, garage bands splicing stuff together. Right. right yep. But yep. I think it's cool that they're, like, still doing that. Like, I think there's merit to, like, bands like this, bands like Steel Panther. I know people take Steel Panther really seriously now, but, like, kind of those bands that it's, like, you're not supposed to take them seriously. Right. Like, just listen, right. have a good time, and enjoy it. Well, you know, early on, like, right after the release of Reimaginator, and this has been 10 years ago or more, um, I was fortunate enough to have Jess Harnell on to talk about it on Geek Out Loud. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I said to him, I said, it sounds like you guys are having fun, but you're not making fun. Yeah. You know, and he said, you know, that's an astute, he said, that's a good observation and an astute one. And I'm like, yes, Wacko Warner thinks I'm an astute individual. So <laughs> Merry Christmas to me. So, you know what I hear when I hear that song a little bit? Um, so I don't know if anybody uh, or you, Steve, anyone in the chat or you have heard of the movie Fat Man. 
I'm sorry, which one? Fat Man? Fat Man, With yeah. Mel Gibson? Yes. I've heard of it. I want to see it and haven't seen it yet. It's great. It's so good. Um, like, I picture this is what, like, that that character would listen to. He probably would. I, I, I know what that's, I know what it's about. I, I watched the trailer and I couldn't figure, I'm like, is this supposed to be like a dark comedy or something? Because I'm like, I think I would really like this. And then I told my wife about it. She's like, I don't think I'd like that. I'm like, I know you wouldn't, but I would love it. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. Like, if she's kind of like, eh, I don't know about like, maybe like all the action, it's not full on action. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole movie. Right. It's got a lot of camp. It's a it's a lot of fun. Um, I actually tweeted. I was like, I haven't been like so entertained by a movie in such a long time. Like it was just such an enjoyable, fun watch. Like, is it the best movie of all time? No. But is it going to be added to my Christmas movie rotation? Yes. Nice. And, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And what about this? The freaking director of the movie tweeted me and was like, we had such an amazing time making it. I'm so happy that you enjoyed it. Da-da-da-da. Wow. That's I'm cool. Like, What's up, man? Um, but yeah, even Angie liked it. And Angie is like the, the like staunchest critic when it comes to movies. Like she really doesn't like a lot. Like she was like, I want a sequel. And I was like, I want a sequel too. <laughs> well, but so yes, recommends the fat man being who the fat man is. You may get one. Um, yep. <laughs> so look, you're not going to have rock out loud without Bruce Springsteen. Yep. And you're not going to have a rock out loud Christmas show without Bruce Springsteen. Yep. And you know, with the Bruce Christmas, there's a couple you can pick from. And I, I like the one you picked here. Uh, you picked Merry Christmas baby. Of course. My favorite part of this song, this version of this song, is Clarence hitting the jingle bells on the sax. Oh, I know, right? 
<laughs> I just love that part of this song. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it's, this song just like instantly puts me into a good mood. Um, and like, for those of you that aren't in the chat right now, like before Rod was like, if you don't have Santa Claus is coming to town, like I'm going to fight you, I'm going to fight you. And mm. like... I, I like that version. I really like that version. I mean, I, I love the whole, you know, it's all cold out along the beach, winds whipping down the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's my Christmas. Like, that is the Christmas I experience every year. <laughs> um, but th- I just prefer this Bruce Christmas song. And I got to hear it live one time. I wasn't in the building. I was outside the building. But I still count it because I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> So you, where were you at when you were outside the building and heard this? Um, well, it was a super secret show that Bruce was mm. doing at the Carousel House in Asbury Park. Okay. And it was for a DVD. And um, 90 people got in. I was not one of the 90. And it was oh. one of the coldest days of my life. Um, and it was the last time that Clarence ever played with the E Street Band. Oh, wow. And they also did Blue Christmas. Mmm. Well, here's okay. I also have another question. This this is off of the the big album. They did a few in a row. The very special Christmas, yes, albums. Um, but obviously, this is a live version. Do where was this recorded? Do you know? I do not know at the top of my head. I know that um, Santa Claus is coming to town was done in Nassau. So, mm-hmm. like, it, I believe either Nassau or East Rutherford. Because here's the thing, I, like to me, it's just amazing how nuts the uh, the crowd goes when he starts singing "Merry Christmas, Baby." I know. Like, like they're just so excited that he's singing "Merry Christmas, Baby," and like the crowd just, ah, yeah, it's like, what in the world? How, you know, what crowd is this that's so excited for "Merry Christmas, Baby"? Not that I'm upset about it. It's just kind of you don't expect a crowd to give that much excitement over over something like that, but. And it was one of those things, too, where, like, you knew if you were seeing Bruce back in the day around Christmas time, like, you knew you were going to get, at the very least, Santa Claus is coming to town. Right. Um, and that, like like I said, like, that's kind of the easily accessible one. Like, I remember, like, looking for, because I believe it's on the second, A Very Special Christmas, Merry Christmas Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, like, scouring, like, I need to find the second one because I need Merry Christmas Baby. I don't want to just wait to hear it on the radio. I want to listen to it all the time. <laughs> I want it to be mine. I want it to yep. be in my collection. Yeah. Well, and, and now the, in a world of streaming, we don't have to worry. <laughs> well, and as far as Santa Claus is coming to town goes, that's the one where he's like, what about you? You've been good? Practicing real yep. good? Yeah. Yeah. Not many. Not many. You guys are in trouble you out guys here. Are, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that to me, it's like, okay, you can feel what a Bruce show is like. Right. You know? He's yes. playful, it's fun, and I mean, also not Christmas-related, but I don't know if anybody saw Bruce on Saturday Night Live this past weekend. I did not. Um, but one thing stood out to me was oh. how much fun it looked like they were all having. And they sounded amazing. Um, but you could tell. I was like, hopefully, knock wood, once we're all out of this and bands are touring again and Bruce does another tour with the E Street Band, I think it's going to be a really special tour because he was you could tell he was so happy to be up there and playing because they had like a small audience and it was awesome so if you haven't seen that performance it's on youtube go watch it after the podcast listen to us first i am i know i'm getting really frustrated here because i know i have the santa claus is coming to town by bruce in my in my collection but i can't find it so 
I have oh, to let yeah, it go. You must have it. I do. I know. I played on the uh, I played on the big home control all the time, but for whatever <laughs> reason, I can't uh, I can't find it. Um, let's see where I'm at here. Oh, I just pulled it up right here. Great, good. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to see Merry Christmas, baby, and I'm just going to go ahead and play Santa Claus is Coming to Town. There you go. We're going to do this for Rod. It's all cold down along the beach. The wind's whipping down the boardwalk. <laughs> and man, you guys know what time it is? What time? What? 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 Oh, Christmas time. You guys all, you guys all been good and practicing real hard. Yeah. Clients, you've been, you've been rehearsing real hard now. So Santa, bring your new saxophone, right? Everybody out there been good or what? Oh, that's not many, not many. You guys are in trouble out here. <laughs> and you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. I just always feel like with the that's not many that's not many i always feel like he's just like i can't believe no one cheered just then <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just gonna patronize them right exactly <laughs> and then and then he's got the whole, here he comes over this oh ho, ho, he comes over the jersey turnpike and santa starts coughing <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's always a fun one to me and i'm i'm glad rod brought it up for us because it's worthy it's it's a it's a worthy Christmas. Yeah, I think so. It's a it's an essential. So, um, so now, ladies and gentlemen, many of you may know Slade from for many different reasons. Um, they were the original writers of "Come On, Feel the Noise." Would be yep. later covered by Quiet Riot. Yep. Why did you laugh? I just think it's hilarious that like what a I don't know. It just I just always think it's funny. It's like Client Riot covered Come on Feel the Noise and no one realized Slade wrote it. Um Except everybody in England. Right. Right. <laughs> and uh and so this is this is a Christmas offering by them and it's uh Merry Christmas everybody.
I like this song. It's an earworm. It really, yes, yes. Here like, it is. Merry yep. Christmas. Everyone. I apologize. Yeah. You're going to be singing that chorus like until Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. I think I've got. I think I got a little earworm that'll up that one here in just a second. So. Oh God. <laughs> And, like, here, like, we kind of, like, alluded to it with the whole Quiet Riot thing. Like, something I find so interesting about Slade is the fact that they were massive, like, insanely massive Mm -hmm. in England. Yep. And here, if people even know that Slade originally played Come On, Feel the Noise, like, is a big deal. Yeah. Like, that's not something that people know about. Right, right. And this was their last number one hit single in the U.K., um, and it's just such like a fun little song. Like I love those gang vocals that they have like in the chorus. Like it just makes you want to like, you know, pound your fist and like put your arm around your friend when we could do that. Uh, and sway back and forth <laughs> and have a nice little uh, beverage at Christmas. <laughs> a little bit of, a little bit of the nog. Yeah. Jumping I mean, into a little bit of the nog that. together. Yeah. Have a wee dram of whiskey, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, let me tell you a story that doesn't really go anywhere. Okay, love it. That, so there I was last year, around this time, um, and someone had emailed the show, The Big Honkin' Show, telling me that they really enjoyed it when I played funk music. You know, because there was one there was one weekend where I played a couple of funk songs or whatever. And so I'm like, well, let me find some good funky Christmas music. Okay. And that led me to one Aloe Black... And this particular song, which has become one of my favorite go-to Christmas songs of all time. Tell your mom. Ride my bike on through the neighborhood. I'd be cruising all around. Sometimes I'd reach the edge of town. Steps be home before sundown was understood. On the way back to my house, mama's friends would holler out when they see me rolling by fast as I could. But don't forget to send our best to your parents and the rest. And when I got home, I did what they all said I should. Tell your mama. I mean, I just love this song. I'm bopping. <laughs> Tell your mama, Merry Christmas, from me and mine, to you and yours. I mean, like, it just, the minute I saw Tell Your Mama, I'm like, I'm on, I'm in, I'm on board. 
And then he sings his little pushing my chips all to the And then he sings his little and then he sings his little song about driving through the neighborhood and when he was on his way back to get home before dark, like everyone was hollering at him like, Hey, tell your mama Merry Christmas. (laughs) You're like, that speaks to me. It does. It's so funny. Like it (laughs) When they said Merry Christmas, it sounded and reminded me of the NSYNC song Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Like just the way they said it, I was like, ooh. That sounds familiar. <laughs> and I like the bass in this song, too. Like, you yes. know, the whole slapping the bass. Slapping the really bass, man. <laughs> slapping the bass, man. Slapping that bass, Slapping that bass, man. Slapping that bass. By the way, John Phillips mentioned Naughty Wasn't Broke after Quiet Riot covered the one song. So. I mean, That's it's the, just crazy. Look, if I could write a song and perform a song, get someone to cover it and make all kinds of money off of it and not have to, you know, I mean, that's just what they call mailbox money in the business. Also, uh, kind of speaking of that, again, sorry, not related to Christmas music, but uh, music related. Um, Steve, have you seen the new Bee Gees documentary? Uh, no, but I've, I've seen the one on HBO you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, I've not seen it yet, but I saw that it was available to watch and I almost have watched. I saw where you watched it. I did watch it. It was very, very good. But mentioning the whole like, oh, I wish like I could write songs for somebody and, you know, right. get all this money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's essentially what the Bee Gees had to do. That's like a big part of it. I was like, oh, I didn't know that they were like these major songwriters for other artists because, you know, they got tagged disco. Right, right. Well, that's but, like, like I said to my dad, I was like, dad, I didn't even know that like the Bee Gees sounded different before Saturday Night Fever. Mm hmm. Yeah. I thought that's just how they always sounded. Yeah, it's I saw a I saw a YouTube video. Um it's been a little while back where it was like the BJ the Bee Gees through the years. Uh-huh. And I'm like and it said when they started, I'm like, they were around then and like they had that standard look of yep. of a British group, you know, mop top deal going on. And I'm like, who are these people? This isn't like Barry Gibb. This isn't the Bee Gees I'm thinking about. Right, right. And then when they start, they get into the, you can hear it start to kind of turn into this a little bit down the road, you know. And you're like, there we go. All right. I recognize you. I see you, you know. But it was it was kind of a culture shock because I'm like you. I always thought they were nothing but, you know, Night Fever and Saturday Night, and, uh, not Saturday Night Live, and um, Staying Alive. Staying alive. And, yeah, and, and um yeah, night fever. Yeah, night night fever. That's night right. Night That's night, night fever. Oh, fever. tragedy. tragedy. Yeah. He got the right to do it. That's right. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, again, highly, highly recommend. <laughs> All right, tell you mom. I'll tell you, Mama, that. All right. Uh, Please Come Home for Christmas by Bon Jovi. This is going to be a fun little discussion to have here in a moment. Yeah, the throwdown. <laughs> I don't know it'll be a throwdown. Bells will be
Now, listen, I understand our love for Bon Jovi on this on this show. Uh-huh. I understand. But I saw this and I'm like, it, maybe, I'm a, maybe I'm a purist. By the way, hadn't seen John Bon Jovi in a while. And and then I saw I saw him on on a on a video the other day after we were talking about some stuff and um, dude's a silver fox now. Yeah, I he is. I don't have a problem with anyone going gray, but I feel like he needs to put a little color in it. Really? Yeah, or either style it different or something. It it his his hair looks too weird to be. I don't know. It just it was a bit of a shock. Was a shock to the system. Yeah, I'm maybe sorry. that's all it was. But anyhow, when I hear this song, I've got to go with the one that I know is the original, and that's the Eagles. Mm-hmm. You know. Bells will be ringing. The sad, sad news. You know, I mean, there's just something about. I don't know what it is about. They're playing and 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 his singing and everything. I don't. I maybe I don't know. I just I'm a. I prefer the one over the other. Let me level with you, Steve. Okay. <laughs> um, there is nothing sexy about the Don Henley version <laughs> to me. Okay. I got you. All right. Hey, I know there where this is, is going. A whole lot of sexy. Yeah. Yeah. To the John Bon Jovi one. You know I mean, what? You know Have what? I've seen the music video. It reminds me, I tell you what you just said. It really it brought me back to Christmas's past when um <laughs> when girls would tell me, "Steve, there's nothing sexy about hanging out with you for Christmas." Oh so, my I'm going <laughs> No, that's not what I said or meant. No, no, I'm just saying like I get it. I understand where you're coming from. Poor Don Henley. I mean, poor I don't Don know. Henley. And I I'm always going to prefer John Bon Jovi sure. versions. I, no, except I for get it. the new ones he put out. Right. Um because, you know, he can't sing anymore. But mm-hmm. this is when he could sing. So let's live in that time. Sure. Um, and I don't know. I just, like, feel it. Like, when he sing, when he, like, just opens up, like, it's got, like, that bluesy little bit to him singing, which you mm-hmm. don't really hear him sing in, like, that way a lot. Right. And I'm just like, oh, child, I feel this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Look, you know I'm with you. I'm. It's, it's one of those things that's like, look, it's Christmas. I'm not going to fight about it. But I've just, for, when it comes to that particular song, I just, there's just something about the, the way that Henley sings it and, and it just has a more, it honestly to me has a more bluesy feel to it, I think. Um, whereas, which sounds weird because it's not that John can't do the blues, it's just kind of that thing. Um, I think it's a valid point though. I think just if we didn't, you know, at least mention Santa Claus is coming to town, let alone play it, I think right. we would have gotten blowback. Exactly. So. so you have to you have to bring up the Eagles. But then there's this, and I, and I'll be honest with you, I thought for a minute I'm like, did she mean this song? But I'm I don't think you did. Um, obviously you didn't. You knew exactly <laughs> what you were doing. But there was there was a split second where I thought, did she mean this one? This Christmas, well, baby, please come home. Come on, man, let's rock it. 
Because, like, that's a good song. I mean, it is a good song. And, and I can only pick five. I understand. And he does a good job with it, you know. I so. mean, well, again, when he could sing. Right, right. Well, I mean, this was 21 years. What was that, 99 when that was done? Yeah. 98, 99. Um, but that then leads me to think about this song, which to me is one of the saddest, but one of the greatest like Christmas songs, you know, pop rock, whatever you want to call it, um, that's out there. And it's Darlene's version of Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home. I just, I love this song. This isn't one of my picks. It just made me think of it. I just like when I listen to this song. I'm like, wow, it sounds so happy, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not. <laughs> I think that. I mean, that's a lot of Christmas songs when you listen to them. I mean, again, Christmas is not a happy time of year for a lot of people. Like, there are a lot of Christmas songs you listen to them and you're like, that's really sad. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, let's let's make the Christmas season depressing. Well, let's remind everyone that the Christmas season is depressing for some. Okay, yep. thanks. <laughs> I mean, think of like one of the biggest Christmas songs ever. They made a freaking movie inspired by it last year, Last Christmas by Wham. Like oh that is a gosh. sad song. That's a, but oh, I hate that song so much. <laughs> we should have done most hated Christmas. Oh, Last Christmas. Uh, well, Felice Navidad would have been up there. I can tell you that right now. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'll tell you, Christmas rapping <laughs> and uh, that dang song by by Paul McCartney. Oh, simply, simply having, having yeah. wonderful Christmas. Yeah, I don't like that. that at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take Bon Jovi singing Please Come Home for Christmas over that. I mean, this is when when Bon Jovi could sing back in the day, like, I mean, it it's hard to get much better. It really is good. He was good. It's just glorious. Yeah. Um, where are we at? What also, pi- by the way, I am working on getting Angie on the show. Oh, great. That'll be to fun. To do like, to do stories. Yeah. She oh. says she doesn't have any. And then she'll what? just throw something out and you're like, no, do you, do you understand that? Like, that's a story. That, that is a big, good story. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I kind of got lost, but here's my, here's my next one. Um, I love the song Run Run Rudolph. And I was tempted to let every one of my picks just be a different version of Run Run Rudolph. And you should have. Well, because you got Leonard Skinner, you got Fog Hat. I've got a version by Train that really jams. Brian Adams has a version that's really good. Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem Band from the Muppets, they have a great version of it. Um, even CeeLo Green does a pretty cool version of it that's kind of organ heavy, that's fun. Um, but I picked a, a, a more obscure group. Uh, it's a Christian rock group, but they do a good job. They 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 really jam a lot and do a lot of good guitar solo work and everything. And they've got a good southern rock sound. And uh, they're called December Radio. And this is this is their version of Run Run Rudolph. One two three four. Run, run, 
I mean, from Chuck Berry on, when you hit this song just right, it just is a jamming song. Yeah. And I it, like that. I like that a lot. Yes, and this they've got they've got someone tickling the ivories on the piano in the background. And everything. I mean, it's just so so good. When he when he sings the line, "All I want for Christmas is a rock and roll electric guitar," like they have a little quick solo just thrown in there over that. You know, dude goes off. I just on on. In fact, on the Big Honkin' Show this weekend, we'll have a whole segment where I just walk through different versions of Run Run Rudolph. It's a Christmas tradition on the Big Honkin' Show. I love that. I mean, we were kind of saying too, right? Like that, you totally could do that. Like, well, just about any song, yeah. Yep, like any of the big songs, there are so many covers of it. You could just go to town. Yes. Um, the <laughs> Bald Ed Rod said, this song slaps, Steve. That's what the kids say. All right. I okay. think. <laughs> I think, yeah. What was the name of that band again? Uh, December Radio. December Radio. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's all one word, like December ro- rolls into ADO. So, gotcha. Okay. Um, also, I want to just I want to go back. If you're missing out on hanging out on Mixler with us when we do this live, Mixler.com/slash/Goloverse. The chat's um, on fire. Tonight. The chat is on fire tonight. But earlier, as we got started, Daniel and Indy made some joke about if you rearrange the letters in Santa, you get Satan. Well, Carissa was having none of that. <laughs> okay. So. Blasphemy. And so then, um, then you. <laughs> Then you're talking about when we were doing the talk of uh, the Eagles and Bon Jovi doing the song. Uh, John Phillips says, you know, the Eagles sounds like you're coming down off of blow. <laughs> and so. <laughs> and then I said blowback. Right. And so Rod's on that. And so. Um, <laughs> so uh, basically, Daniel comes back and says. So I make one Santa joke and Carissa gets on me. Meanwhile, John and Rod are talking about Coke and Blow. (laughs) (laughs) So Carissa says, you blasphemed a saint. (laughs) You blasphemed a saint. I think that's my favorite thing I've ever seen in the chat. You blasphemed a saint. And so then somebody said, drugs and saints. This chat is everywhere. So I put drugs and saints. It must be rock out loud. That's our, that's our, that's our new tagline. Drugs and saints. It must be rock out loud <laughs> and rip the knob off. Oh yeah. my god! I mean, also like shout out to uh, Carissa who also said, "Can we have a moment of silence for the fact oh, that 1991 was 21, 21 years, years ago?" ago. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Coming up on 22, by the way, everybody. Coming oh up on 22 god. years ago. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine today because I posted a meme that was like how uh, 2000s emos look at 2020 emos. And it was like the the vampire elder people from Twilight, whatever the hell they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like looking down their noses and just like, you know, ugh, looking down at them. And then my one friend messaged me and she goes, yeah, don't you love hearing? Yeah, I wasn't born when my chemical romance was out. And I was like, yeah, they can go. They can go away. Them and their zygote selves. OK. They're psychote selves. <laughs> uh, I was in the trenches, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and that must be how some people feel about, you know, Johnny Come Lately's with the classic rock stuff and everything, too. Like, But it's so, to me, I still say it's so weird. I remember in the 80s, as a kid, watching, you know, you'd have the commercials come on with the Time Life yes. records and everything that you could get... And it'd be like, all your favorite hits from the 50s. And I'm like, wow, that's 30 years ago. 
And now you're like, now, like now, yes, now I'm further away from when I thought that 30 years was so far ago than, oh. than, yeah, than it was in that year. It's just, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's mind boggling. It really does boggle my mind. Um, it's crazy. So let's get back to Christmas and be happy. Um, yeah. Another another group that you know what we haven't done in a long a long time it feels like is giving the killers any love on the show. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, and so so I'm glad you've got a song by them on here. It's called uh, "A Great Big Sled." This is by the Killers. things that i really like about the killers what is i i feel like that they carry on kind of the whole wall of sound feel yes of things they they really they're not scared of production and i think they produce their stuff in a way that obviously it's very produced but they do it very well whoever's doing their production for them or or whoever they head up their production of the of their music they do a really good job of it being very full very loud, but still nothing overpowers the vocals necessarily a lot of times. And and you still get so many, like there's even like some weird electronic sounds that were in that, you know, just then. But still, but also just, I don't know, like they just have a good fun sound and they're not ashamed to be big with their sound. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, I feel like we're kind of in a time now that is similar a little bit to, like, the 90s, where, like, it wasn't about, like, the big, like, big choruses, big everything. Like, it was all about being, like, no, we want to downplay stuff. So, like, they do sound very different when, like, you hear them on the radio. You're like, wait a minute, this is different. Um, but, I mean, the Killers are a band that 
like every year for I think ten years. They came out with a Christmas song a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so they love they love doing the Christmas thing. This is one of my favorites. I love. I just. I think this is the most killers of all the Christmas songs. Where you're like, oh, this sounds like the Killers. Sorry, I had a tickle in my throat, and I was like, oh, I know a cough is coming. (laughs) And it's like, you know that that is them. And I just think it's so fun. Um, I mean, also, not again, not Christmas-related, but they did put out an album a few months back. It's pretty dang good. Again, I recommend. Um, And Steve, did I tell you, they were like one of the last shows I saw before the whole quarantine thing. Um. And me and Angie ran the length of a football field to get front row. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're at the 5, the 10, the 15, the 20. Dude, Steve, they, like, herded us in, like, cattle cars. And aside, I apologize, everybody. They, like, herded us in, like, cattle into this room. Like, we were all in nice little neat lines. And then they were like, no, screw that. You're all going to come into this room. And you're going to, like, mm. hurdle around door. And um, I was like, you know people are going to get trampled, right? And there was this guy next to us that the entire time was like, I'll run over babies to get up front. And I just like look at him. Well, wait, I just look at him and I laugh because I'm like, yeah, dude. Um, He also was he also was asking the security guards if they could bring the band out to meet people. I'm like, this dude's never been to a show in his life. Um, But when he was like, I'll run over babies to get up front. And I just looked and I was like said to Angie, I was like, here's the thing. I actually will run over babies to get up front. (laughs) like i'm sorry why do you have a baby in front of me there was like a seven-year-old in front of me wow i'm like i was like yo like if you're bringing a seven-year-old like she better be ready to haul it and book it when these doors open wow and me and angie made it i like threw my arm out and she's like i'm here (laughs) so we got up front and it it was rad and we got the the third ever performance of just another girl (laughs) they could go Oh, oh, no. All I have to say is thank God nobody filmed it because. What about, by the way, speaking of sports stuff, you got to meet, uh, you got to meet Santa. (gasps) I did. Yeah. Oh, my God. Steve. Oh, my God. (laughs) He threw up horns for Bill. I met Gritty Claus. Gritty Claus. Santa Gritty, whatever you want to call him. Um. And it was, Steve, it was just magical. Like, because I said to Bill, I was like, Bill, you'll get a picture with Gritty, right? Because the picture is good for four of us. And he goes, I'll get a picture with Gritty if he throws up horns. And I was like, I'm sure we could get Gritty to throw horns. Um, And, like, we literally walk in the room, and I'm just, like, marveling at him. And he just, like, looks at Bill. He looks him up and down, and he throws the horns up, and he starts headbanging. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) my God. I was like, Bill, he, like, recognized you as one of his own. Like, I can't even believe this. And then I said to him, I was like, Gritty, I was like, I miss you so much. (laughs) Like, I've never missed anything more than I missed you. And he, like, put his hand over his heart and his hand squeaked. So he started doing, like, a, like, squeak, squeak for his heartbeat. And I was like, the first hockey game that we'll be allowed that we're allowed back in will be there. And they start jumping up and down and squeaking more. I was like, I love you so much. Now, how did he know to throw up horns for Bill? Have you seen Bill? Okay. <laughs> I mean, Bill walks in with like you know his like new rock boots, his you know denim jacket, all his skull rings, his long hair. 
He just has an air about him. And I'm telling you, I was literally, like, looking, and I'm like, oh, my God, Gritty is locked on Bill, throwing horns and headbanging. I can't believe this. So this isn't, like, a thing where, like, y'all were talking out in the lobby and someone heard it and said, now this is the person you need to throw horns up for. No, because we literally didn't talk about it that day at all. We talked about it previously when I was like, Bill, like, come on, you've got to get a picture with Gritty. I mean, this is iconic. And Bill doesn't care about sports, but I was like, Gritty is iconic. (laughs) Gritty took over the election. Like, that's how huge Gritty is. That surprises me that he doesn't, um, that he doesn't like sports. Oh, not at all. If I said Bill, what, well, he might know what team Gritty is the mascot for because I'm obsessed with the Flyers. But... Also, there is a potential. If he was like, I have no idea who he's the mascot for. I would also believe that. Oh, okay. Well, that that adds a whole new dimension to old Bill for me. Right. Also, yeah. everybody's asking who Gritty is. Oh, I'm sorry. Gritty is the um. I, I let me answer. Gritty is the <laughs> mascot for um the greatest hockey team in the world. Uh huh. Yeah. Who Who is that team? The The Flyers. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, Philadelphia Flyers. Like, honestly, guys, Gritty is just, he's a national treasure. He's a terror. He just terrorizes opposing teams' fans. He is so sassy. He was on an episode of Queer Eye where they made him over, but they didn't have to make him over because he was perfect as he was, because of course he was. Um, I highly recommend you look up pictures of Gritty or video compilations of him or follow his Instagram. I think it's Gritty NHL. Um, because he just breaks the internet all the time. He is a terror, and we love him, and he must be protected at all costs. All right, now let me ask you this, because I, I, I want, I want to know when he was first introduced as the Flyers mascot. Yeah. A couple of years back. Yeah. There was some controversy about it because he looked like a <laughs> Muppet. Yeah. How did you feel about him when you first saw him? Well, I hated him. Um, <laughs> I love that you're not sugarcoating it at all. Well, I hated him, Steve, if I'm going to be honest with well, you. I like the idea that we were like the only team, well, one of the only teams in the league without a mascot. Like, I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't know. But here's the thing. There's actually a YouTube video about how this all happened, how he went from everybody hating him to becoming a national treasure. Um, And it's because he threatened to murder the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, (laughs) So they said, because he like, they did a post for Gritty and it said like, it me and the Pittsburgh Penguins, our number one rival, um, tweeted LOL K and Gritty tweeted back, sleep with one eye open tonight, bird. <laughs> and everybody just like fell in love. And they're like, oh, he's the greatest. And like literally he just breaks the internet constantly with the stuff he does. Guys, I'm telling you, if you don't know who Gritty is, just YouTube him and just enjoy. Buckle in. He's incredible. I mean, he freaking jumped from the top of a football stadium and ziplined into the stadium to start a hockey game. He also jumps from the rafters of the Wells Fargo Center a lot. Well, now, it makes sense, though, that he looks like a Muppet more than anything. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the Philly Fanatic is a Muppet. Right, that's what I was going to say, because you've got... Right. I bet those two can throw a party. Um, I mean, 
the Philly fanatic, he's the one that nominated him to be on Queer Eye. And you see, like, some really nice interaction between the two of them. It's great. And yeah. also, again, you could watch all these videos on YouTube where he teaches Gritty how to, like, roll his belly because that's the fanatics thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just so good. I love our mascots. <laughs> that's hilarious. That is absolutely. You know, Steve, I hated him. But now he's like the national treasure in a, in a true hockey icon. It's I mean, a, I'll never forget the first time somebody sent me a picture of him. I was in Manchester, and I was like, what the hell is that? Manchester, England, England. By the way. Home of Oasis. Can, speaking of Manchester, and this has nothing to do really, I guess, with Manchester, except they have a, a hockey, uh, a soccer team over there. Um, are you in the loop on Ted Lasso? Uh, no, I don't even know who that is. I Listen... It well, it's it's one of those shows. You know how Apple tried to do has tried to do its own streaming thing, the Apple Plus or whatever. Yes. Um, it's a show that's on there, and look, it's worth blowing through your free week trial of Apple Plus. Okay. <laughs> to watch Ted Lasso. Okay. It's apparently a character that's like a football coach, and he was in some AT and T commercial or something, and the personality was just so funny and so good. Jason Sudeikis plays him. And, I was just gonna say I'm looking up pictures right now. And uh, and and I got to tell you, my wife turned me on to him, and he it it's a pretty funny show. Like that for those of you who are a little prudish and all, there's some stuff, especially in the first couple episodes, that are kind of like it's just kind of like eh, you know, profane. But um, <laughs> but for but for the most part, it's it's really is a feel good, funny show. Um, he's just a super positive dude that refuses to be anything but positive. And, (laughs) and he goes over, he gets called over to go. It's basically major league for soccer. He gets called over to, to coach this team because the owner, her, her, she owns it, but she owns it because her ex-husband left her and it, you know, and she got it. She got the team in the divorce. Okay. And and she's like, it's the only thing in this world he loves. So I want to destroy the team. So she hires this. (laughs) college football coach from america to come coach soccer in england and he knows nothing about the sport and so all his all he is is about believe and and do what's right and he's like and i don't even care about wins or losses i just want to make these men better men and (laughs) it is there is some funny stuff that goes on and um uh anyhow we're talking about sports and that got me there so ted last (laughs) i love it Ted Lasso, everyone. I added it in the notes on my phone. Give it a, give it a, give it a, give it a test. Give it a chance. Um, So, all right. Uh, Where are we at? What were we, what were we talking about? Oh, we just played the killers. Yes. um, (laughs) And we somehow got onto Gritty. (laughs) Somehow we got onto Gritty. That's right. Well, that's, welcome to Rock Out Loud. Drug Saints. That must be Rock Out Loud. In hockey. Yeah. So that must be, (laughs) it must be Rock Out Loud. Uh, I'm going to let this be my last pick of of the night. It's a, it's another one. It's got a little funk to it, but I feel like it's one of those standards that I absolutely love. It's uh, Stevie Wonder. That's what Christmas means to me. Right outside my door All the 
This is another one of those standards that I just really love. I jam out to. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, have you heard, by the way, and again, let's just get way off Christmas real quick. Have you heard the conspiracy theory that Stevie Wonder can actually see? No. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a conspiracy. Are there videos about it? Um, I don't know that there's videos about it. I know that I've heard that this is a conspiracy theory, though, um, that, that he can actually see. <laughs> It may now be I know a, what I'm doing with my night. It may be a um it might have been a comedy bit or something, but it's uh but there's some stuff out there. It you know, it's just one of those weird things that people it's like flat earth people say that Stevie Wonder can sing. Um but like they have a whole uh they have videos and stuff where he, he does something and um <laughs> like where he'll grab a microphone stand that's fallen over or something like that, you know, they're like, Look, right here. So can I say something sacrilegious? Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer the Hanson version of that song. Now, Kristen, <laughs> listen. It almost made my list. <laughs> you know. <laughs> this, is, this is 10, it might have made it. You know now that I'm not about to say that there's anything wrong with preferring a Hanson song. Or a Hanson yes. version. Yes, I do. you have it. You know I'm it's not going so to. Good. You know I don't get mad about Hanson at all. You know I that. Know. I'm a Hanson brother. I'm a Hanson defender. You know that. <laughs> so good. I mean, like, do you know how many times like my parents had to listen to that song? You know, I totally forgot that they had this Christmas album. They've got a couple of Christmas. Snowed albums. in, baby. Yeah, snowed in from 1997. I absolutely forgot about this. The album cover where they're all wrapped up in the uh, in the Christmas lights with the yep. snow around them. Yep. Yes, I feel like one of them is in a red sweater. Well, let me look at the <laughs> album cover here real quick. Yeah, it looks like I one of them maybe. It might be Taylor. It might be. Mm-hmm. This is one that'll get played on the Big Honkin' Show this weekend, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's a pretty decent little album they've got there, the Snowed In album. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Loved it. And it's from a time when they still were pronouncing they were I say I say it like this. They were trying to be sharp and um and they would pronounce their words weird sometimes. What do you mean? Um well, let me come back to <laughs> Let me come back to this song here. Oh, like feels so? Yeah. This has a little jam to it now for sure. Yeah, like mistletoe. 
Hotel. Candles burning low. Yeah, it's. What is this? Everywhere we go. Hey, can we take a time out real quick and say that Hanson has a new single they put out this month? What? Oh, boy. Is this I, right? I think we need to take it aside and you need to play it. <laughs> well, I'm concerned because it says explicit only in the, on the tag. Oh. What is happening with Hanson? Is it, and it even says, is this really Hanson or is this someone calling themselves Hanson? Because, you know, sometimes that'll happen. It's not. I hope it's the real Hanson. So do I. <laughs> it says it's him. I sat down and made a plan. No, that's not Hanson. That's not Hanson. That's weird. That makes me kind of upset. I was so excited. <laughs> I was too. I was like, now wait a minute. What's going on? Hmm. I think Amazon Music needs to get their stuff together on this. <sighs> now they had a Han, Chris, uh, Hanson had another Christmas album um called Did they? called Finally It's Christmas. Yeah, this was a couple of years back though. Oh, okay. And um this is well they got a few I think it's some original music. Um but then they've got a, a couple of covers. Bells with the I mean, come on, Kristen. I love it. I love it so much. My baby is I mean, come on. I approve of that. That's right. I knew you would. The minute I said that I saw they had this on, I'm like, well, I have to give it a little bit of this. But then, no. <laughs> so. Just the triple throwdown. That's right. So, <laughs> all right. Um, <clears throat> well, this is it. This is going to bring us to a close here with this final track uh, as provided to us by Kristen. And it and I did intentionally want this to go last because I was really surprised with how much I liked this when I was listening through getting everything together. Mm -hmm. um, because I didn't... Shocker. Yeah, I really was. I really was. Well, this is a group that I don't really give a lot, but I feel like I should give more to, you know, more attention to. But um, every now and again, Kristen will bring a track up and, and, uh, and, and remind us that, you know, she's the rockinest chick in all the land. This is the darkness, and it's called Christmas time. Parentheses, don't let the bells in. Close parentheses.
dig the whole sound of that song like the like during the verses and everything it's got a real just cool bluesy feel to it you know and 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 his voice is that like you like you said before we got going that falsetta he's got is just really good stuff yep and like we didn't even get to the blistering guitar solo because this song has a blistering guitar solo <laughs> well we'll we'll go through the bridge and get there then how about that everyone cross Love this bridge it. Like, I'm here for this song. It's just, like, it's perfection. And, like, I always get made fun of. Like, Angie always makes fun of me. She's like, oh, yeah, that Bango the Bell song that you like. I'm like, no, this song is so good. (laughs) That Bang Goes the Bell song. (laughs) So upsetting. Because this song is, like, honestly, like, it is not Christmas if this song isn't being played. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's good. I like, like it. I mean, like it is that standard. Just it, it really is '80s goodness in a lot of ways. Um, yep. Because of, because of the guitar solo, because of the vocals. You know, it just really, it's just to me, it's all there, and I'm there for it. It, I, I was really surprised and pleasantly surprised. Um, and you have like the children's choir. Like, there's so yes. much stuff that like comes to, and you're like what is happening? And you're like, this is so great. And then things, like I said, the children's choir comes in. You're like, oh my God, things I didn't expect to hear in this song, a children's choir. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a children's choir that just came in. What so in the where, world? They're running they're, in the video. They're coming into the house. What is going on? <laughs> Love. Yes. And like, I was so upset because one time, the latest I've ever seen them, I saw them play in late October. And I was like, maybe maybe they'll play Christmas time. Don't let the bells end. And they didn't. And yeah. I was so upset because they always play it in the UK. Cause they always do Christmas shows in the mm-hmm. UK. One day, one day I'll hear it live. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's things to aspire for in life. Exactly. So, you have yeah. to have things to look forward to. So, yeah. yeah. You know, if this were the big honking show right now, I'd say, so what do we learn tonight, everybody? And, and I think one of the things that we would have, ta- our takeaways are like, Hey, Christmas music is just great. Yeah, you know, like it really is. It's 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 fun, and even the 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 hardest of rockers can get behind playing a little Christmas music during the season. So, 
It, it's our it's hearts good stuff. can you know thaw. It can grow three sizes or whatever the hell the Grinch does. <laughs> And always leave it to Kristen to bring such good, concise wording and and make it just so flow like that. I believe, I believe that is a Dr. Seuss quote there. <laughs> I mean, I only quote directly from the book. It'll make his heart grow three sizes or what the Grinch's heart grew three sizes or whatever the hell it did that day. Now, I said I liked Christmas music. I did not say I like Christmas movies. Mm, okay. All right. Well, you know, look, I can't uh, I can't be hating on um on how the Grinch stole Christmas. The original, not like the Jim Carrey version and everything. I'm talking about you know, the original. Um the Oh, like the animated one? Yeah, yeah, the animated one. Yeah. So, that's that's my jam at Christmas time. I mean, like, also, can we talk about how many times they've redone The Grinch in the past, you know, just 10 years, it seems like? I know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It makes it's your... like, let, let it just put it, put it away for a little bit. Yeah, it kind of makes your heart shrivel up a little bit when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, all right, that's enough, everybody. My heart's, going, my heart's getting that pea-sized again. So let's stop it. Everyone? Everyone? Anyone listening? No? Fantastic. You know what my ultimate Christmas movie is? Four Christmases. No. Although there are parts of that that are funny. Like when Vince Vaughn dresses up as Jesus. Very funny. <laughs> love, <laughs> love Actually. No. Okay. You'll never guess it because it's not really a Christmas movie. Oh, okay. Great. Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> oh. Now I watch it every, new, every Christmas Eve. I almost said New Year's Eve. Every Christmas Eve, I watch Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Uh, and if I could find it on TV, I also watch Look Who's Talking Now. That's a little bit more Christmassy. Wow. Um, Whoa. But I love that one. Whoa. Wait a minute. Not even like the original Look Who's Talking? Well, I didn't say that. I said for Christmas. <laughs> but no. I like all of the Look Who's Talking. But you said Look Who's Talking Now. That's like the third one, isn't it? The third one. Dogs because that is Christmas themed. It oh, happens okay. at Christmas. I wouldn't know because you know what? I saw it once and I'm like, I think it's enough. I think I've got the premise. No, it's so good. <laughs> also, which version of Pride and Prejudice are we talking? The 2005 version. Okay. With Kira Knightley. All right. I, let me see if my, I don't know if my wife's still listening or not. I think she's in there <laughs> doing some studying because she loves her some Pride and Prejudice. Oh, Carissa also asked. She said, which one? Yeah, yeah. the 2005 version. Yeah, she... I mean, I know everybody loves uh, Colin Firth as uh, Darcy. I know it. Um, and I like that version. But that's a miniseries. It takes a lot of dedication to get through that. On Christmas Eve, sometimes I just want to sit down for an hour and a half and, and be done. <laughs> well, she uh, she does like the miniseries. I know that. I think that is her favorite, favorite one. Um the score is the best, according to Daniel. Or the score is amazing, and he says, and sadly, he's not joking. Yep, I have it on my phone. <laughs> so, I've, I've, okay, my wife is listening now. Maybe she'll chime in on the chat as to which Pride and Prejudice is her favorite because I texted her. Yeah. She liked, yeah, I, she likes the BBC six hour version, but I said which movie, not miniseries. So it's well, no. Mean, oh, she says it's no question. Fun. I guess I guess there are no movies. It's only that one. Yeah, like super, super old movies or the 2005 version. It's like 2005 or 1995. Which yeah. one are you? Yeah, and Carissa and Haley are both okay. So, so we're now getting so. But you, but you're saying you're saying your Christmas tradition is pop in some Pride and Prejudice. 
Yes. Yeah. I am a, I'm really weird um, when it comes to stuff like that. I I like your standard Christmas movies and everything. I'll sit around and watch them. Um, I haven't watched Christmas Vacation yet this year, which is really weird. Oh. Um, but, oh, and, and, and so um, I, but I like to around Christmas, especially after Christmas, like I'll put on uh, old black and white Superman episodes. From like back Ooh. in the forties, yeah, back in the forties or fifties or whatever it is, because I don't know why I, it's something I started several several years back when those things were released on DVD, and and I just found myself really enjoying just those few days after Christmas watching those those black and white shows. They're not great. They're nothing. You know, it's just it's they have nothing to do with Christmas. You know, it's just one of those things. So sometimes I think it's about like the whole comfort thing, right? Like yeah. Christmas time, you want to like feel good, comfort food, like all that sort of stuff. Like you just want to watch movies that like comfort you, make you feel good. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like Pride and Prejudice, there's nothing about that that's Christmassy. But to me, it's like the ultimate right. Christmas Eve movie. Right. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you there. I get that. I, I totally get that. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it uh, for us on this Christmas edition of uh, Rock Out Loud. And it's been a good time being with everybody, listening to some music, talking about some of our favorites, and uh, maybe introducing you to a few new ones. Yeah. And uh, so I hope that uh, we hope that everyone has a great Christmas. We wish you Merry Christmas and all that good stuff. And hopefully we'll be able to find some time to be back before New Year's with uh, with our New Year's party that will be released yeah. on New Year's Eve listening through Reimaginator by Rock Out Loud uh, Rock Out Loud by Rock Sugar. <laughs> we are Rock Out Loud. Uh, Rock Out Loud Pod at gmail.com is the email, and I believe Twitter is Rock Out Loud Pod. And uh, we're on Facebook at Rock Out Loud. You can join the Guardians group, or the Guardians of the Goldiverse group, uh, where we talk everything there. We'd love to have you over that way. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you via email, rockoutloudpod at gmail.com. So until next time, Merry Christmas. I'm Steve. I'm Kristen. Happy Christmas. Rock on, everybody. Rock on, guys. Bye. I can't get enough of it. Party.